Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Spark Podcast with our aim being to help raise awareness on sexual assault and harassment in Ghana. Today, we're going to be listening to an interview with a 15-year-old girl who wanted to share her experience with sexual harassment. In it, she gave her opinions, how she healed, the problem itself, all that. For privacy reasons, we have distorted the audio and we will not be disclosing her identity. So please just try to listen to it, understand it. If you have any comments to make, again, feel free to go to our website and yeah, enjoy. So, first off, have you been like a victim of sexual assault or harassment? Yes. Okay. Then, before you share your story, do you think there was like anything that led to this like sexual assault case? Uh, well, not necessarily on my part, but I feel like things like things happening around probably, yeah. Okay. And you know, I think this these questions have to be asked after you tell your story, so. Feel free, go ahead. Okay, so, well, I have a lot, so I don't know which one to talk about. Just tell the ones that were like short. Okay. Uh, so, like, earlier when I was like 9, 10, 11, my mom traveled like in the morning when we were going to school because my mom would always go to work like really early. She would be the one to come and wake me up. So, during that time, like, when he came in, like he'd like get the like get my clothes off me like while I was like in bed and like still sleeping and just touch places. And then yeah, that was that time and then like around the same time, like after we came back from school he would insist that like that I take a shower. And he would stand there and watch or he would apparently bathe me which is really uncomfortable because he would see that he was like cleaning everywhere because he needed to, even though I could not. And then, like, you know, so after some time, he left, and then other people who work with my parents, uh, like, starting like three years ago, like, they would like constantly like pin to the wall and stuff. They're like in their 20s. So they would do that, and then, like, I remember this one so clearly, it was 19th April 2021, like, I was, uh, it was online class, and then he came to sit in front of me, because that was, like, three days before I left Ghana, and he came to sit in front of me and talked to me about how he missed me when I was leaving and stuff, and then he stood, like, behind the chair, because I was, like I was still sitting at the table because we had a class that was about to start. And then he he came like to the side and forced himself over and then he kissed me and then he wouldn't get off. And then when I got when I stood up because like it was uncomfortable, I stood up and then he pushed me back down and he kept saying sorry. So yeah, those are like the shortest ones I guess. Okay, so um, how would you say these this these experiences have affected you? 
know, I feel like it's like, it's not necessarily me, it's me, like anything related to sleep kind of disgusting and weird, but also like, like in my mind it's not disgusting, but like, if anything like that happens or like I see it happen, then it's like kind of triggering, but like, yeah. And like, I can't sleep without a blanket now because I don't want what happened to happen again. Yeah. Were you able to like reach out to someone or ask for help after these encounters? No. So you never like told any of your friends or family about this? Uh, no, not really about these parts. Like I had a friend when, when I was like nine, ten, but she left the school. So like the, the driver, the first driver was like abusive, physically abusive. And he was also like sleeping with the maid while he was married. So I would just like tell her about like what was going on at home. But I didn't tell her like the specific things I just told you. Okay. Well, is there anything else you would like to add or say, or is there any message you'd want to like send out regarding this topic? Uh, not really, but like if someone says something, people should take it serious because it might just be a joke, but you don't know what they've been through, even if you think you know them very well, I guess. Mm. Okay. Well then, thank you so much for sharing your story. I really appreciate it. And yeah, hope you have a really good day. Okay, so this is one of the first interviews that I conducted and with that I was able to, like that helped me really figure out what I wanted to do with my podcast or my website. Just basically it helped like shape what I really wanted to accomplish and over here I thought that that was going to be like the last like conversation we're going to have before the end of this interview but the interview dragged along and we started to talk about different topics different aspects still under sexual assault and that really helped bring about the concept of the ideas and like the groups and forums that are now present on my website so you will see how this interview really shaped the vision and the view that we now have for the spark website so please enjoy yeah thank you and thank you for having me in this interview thing (laughs) okay but i really do hope that you like try to reach out to someone or even if you can't talk to your mom now like eventually eventually in the later later future just try to talk to her about this you know it will help some some of that trouble i feel like my parents are different from like other people's parents because like they could literally blame rape on the person who got raped so it's like not anything i ever want to see oh then okay do you have like an auntie or like an uncle okay so my family in general that applies to my family in general oh wow you see with families like this we sh- i should be able to like create safe spaces for people to be able to talk about their stories 
and not okay so right now that you've been able to like tell me this like how do you feel like it's nice because you're like practically the first person i've told wow that should have like required a lot of courage okay okay that's cool well when my uh i'm creating a website and on that website there will be like a forum don't worry your identity will be kept private don't worry no one will know it's you but if you'd like you can anonymously go and like tell your story type thing and i'm pretty sure like that would trigger or make other people also want to come out with their stories because like like what you said even though like it wasn't someone who just came to randomly catch you from the streets it was someone your parents probably trusted at home to not do this and yet still here they are doing it and because your parents are like i can't say conservative they wouldn't really help you so okay yeah i would i also wanted to do that but then again my parents would most likely see my work. Like, I wrote a story in English once about, like, the last incident I told you about, and I got sent to the guidance counselor, and my dad wanted to read it. I was panicking. Even though my main topic is sexual harassment and assault, I'm also... I'm basically punching a bunch of aspects that have to do with this particular topic, like victim blaming and not being able to talk about your story or not being able to find help or like seek help when it comes to these situations or instances. So I don't know. I'm just trying to figure all of this out because I think what like what really pushed me to this is because my parents are really like adamant on what I wear just for the sole purpose of like oh, we don't want you to get, like, harassed or raped or kidnapped and all of that. So, I don't know. So, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It's a cool world we live in, but hopefully this project will be able to make a slight bit of difference, you know, a slight bit of a change. So that maybe, like, yeah. if someone at the age of five since now we can see that they're also vulnerable are able to come across this website or anything like this they will they'll be able to become aware of what is happening and be able to find resources to be able to help them when they encounter this kind of situation especially if you can't like talk to your parents or your relatives about it Yeah, I would want to like help with the project, but I don't know how I would do that. So, if there's anything I can do, let me know. Okay, so that brought us to the end of this episode. Again, this was one of my first interviews, so it wasn't really like the best, or it wasn't really that professional. But I think we were still able to like learn a few things from it, and. I'm pretty sure we were able to like pick out how or like the realization of what I needed to add to my project, to my web, my website to just help make this a more informative platform and just like help it, just to make it like the best that it can be. I was able to learn a lot from her and as she said like, like if you continue to 
like listen to my episodes you will see how my projects really inspired others to like want to either help in this like project that i'm working on or just start their own projects so i just try to get others to want to share their stories because when people like finish sharing their stories they feel so relieved they feel like oh my gosh like i'm on top of the world and then like they encourage others to come and tell their stories and that's how like i just keep on getting interviews or like people just want to continue telling your story that's one like one of the main reasons why i named my whole organization spark because you can you can see how like you sparked interest in someone else to want to allow them to come and be able to tell their story through that we're just creating awareness on sexual assault and harassment in ghana which was my main aim or which is sorry my main aim through this whole project so i'm pretty sure we're all able to learn a lot from this and if you have any comments to make please feel free to go to my spark website which will be linked down in the bio and uh, yeah have a good day